The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, guys, I am super pumped up to have on the program today, Joey and Megan Coberly from Pensacola, Florida. What's up, y'all? What's going on, Paul? How you doing? Good. I want to share the story because I was recently re- rehashing this with Jason Creole. I was at his house where we're shooting. We're trying to go viral on social media. So we just we make funny videos and, and some, <laughs> some people get it. Some people troll. But while I, while I was there, he was asking me questions about sponsors, this sponsors that. And I was long story short, we go all the way back to his event he did. And he told me how much you guys paid for that booth uh, at his event. And I almost, I almost fell over laughing because the price he charged you was too low. And uh, oh, yeah. I, I said, you're kidding me. And he said, <laughs> he said, no. And I was like, oh my gosh, Jason. And um, so anyway, it was a blessing though, because you guys got this underpriced booth at Jason's event. And while you were there, you know, you guys impressed me with, uh, you know, the things you were sharing and uh, I could tell that you were on top of your numbers. So I, my, my podcast was in its infancy at that time. And I said, Hey, you want to do a podcast together? And you're like, sure. You know, and we, um, we actually went to like a wedding chamber where the bride gets ready (laughs) and, uh, whoever, whoever would have thought after that interview that things would have gone to where now you guys are small business owners yourself, full time, you know, helping people all across America transform their business. Um, so anyway, Jason and I were sharing that story and I was like, man, it's just so crazy how, That's funny. how, uh, that one little events transformed your lives and my business. Cause you guys yeah, pers- personally have helped me. So go ahead and talk about that for a second. Is, is he still do well, first question, is he still doing the lawn care life? Um, uh, he, he's making all this big money on YouTube. So I, he, I think he's just chilling doing what he's doing. He's, he's like, it's too much stress. He's like, Tracy asked him the other day and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but she's like, are you doing that event again this year? And I think he's kind of like, yeah, it's so much stress. So much pressure. And, and, and what he said, he's like, but I don't want to, I don't make any money. Now I'm running the math. I'm like, How do you not make any money on running a big conference? I was like, what are you charging for the boost? And he told me, and I started <laughs> laughing so hard. I was like, well, no wonder you're not making any money. Yeah. That, that was one of the best investments we ever made. Like, oh man. But so, uh, yeah. Hey, get on about starting that conference. Cause I was asking Megan about it like last month, because it was just such a fun conference. You know, yeah. it's kind of that you go to GIE, it's like that big church versus small church thing. And Jason's conference, you literally get a chance to meet everybody, just hang out with them for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah you have the owner of the business come and talk to you personally and make sure you're set right, up. We had a great ready. time. Yeah. And that, that was a nerve wracking front. I mean, it was a good investment, but we would have never known that when we did it because we had just chosen to pivot toward landscaping. 
so we didn't we didn't talk the talk we on the way up we've talked about this we were listening to youtube videos uh by lawn care millionaire i think it was and yeah we so, just kind of binging lawn care stuff all the way up there because we knew bookkeeping but we were a little uh i mean that the was landscape. the right price for us <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i still remember you coming up in your little patagonia hat and i was like who's this guy and then <laughs> The next thing we know, we're doing a podcast in the back room, and I'm like, man, this guy's legit. He's got the radio voice and everything. I did not expect that at all, but it was a great time, great experience. Yeah, and I was, I, I told Megan on another podcast, I was ashamed at that time to even ask you guys to personally partner with me as my bookkeepers because I used to have somebody, and, and she meant well, and she she did a good job, but she she had a big corporate job, was getting paid you know over a hundred thousand a year to do books for a corporation. And so in her spare time, she would take care of my books and she'd do everything, you know, she'd take care of everything. But I actually like wanted to know like, well, what, like, I, I just had no education of understanding what the numbers meant. It was just, oh yeah, you're good. You're, you know, and, and I actually wanted to know like my business. And and so that's what I um, appreciate about you guys is we actually sit down once a month and you explain to me the story that my numbers are telling. And I, right. feel, I feel like I'm in control. And Joey, I gave uh, Megan a compliment about you on an episode I did with her and Sheila that when you broke down all the numbers and like, you need to make X amount per month revenue and try to keep your expenses under X amount per month uh, expenses, you know, that, that, that just popped in my mind. And, and every single month since you had that talk with me, I've cr- not only just crossed that income threshold, I've, I soared yeah. past it. And so I'm feeling unstoppable now, but it's because I, I feel in control of the finances of the business because yeah, man, that's good to hear. I didn't even know that that, me, yeah, me, me saying either. that one little thing had that big of an impact. Me but yeah, that's just your, I hear a lot of people talking about your break even points. So it's like when you start bringing this metric in. To yeah, I come fun. from a, a place where we were always told what to do. Like we were always being given, you know, like this is what you should do and this is how you should do it and don't do this. And, and so sometimes I just find myself really straying far, far away from that kind of, you know, do this, make this much. And I don't know. Apparently that feedback was really helpful. That's why I asked you, you know, what was it about Sheila and me? And you said, well, it was just when you finally, you know, said some guidelines, like make this, save this, put this in this account. And, and through the last helpful to know. three years, we've just been trying to figure out what is the numbers most valuable to lawn care. <laughs> you know, and I just hear break even a lot. And, and I think some were discovering that, you know, the lawn care industry didn't even know that they needed to have, but we're still finding it valuable based on, our experience with all of the, the clients that we're serving. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the, cli- the clients you're serving, um, all their businesses are going, are growing. Megan was saying on a previous yeah. episode, not one company is regressing. Everyone you're yeah. working with is, is prospering and, and propelling forward and moving in the right direction. How does that make you feel that you're obviously you're not the one out there sweating and executing the services, but you're putting people in a guiding people in a position where they can, understand their numbers. How, how does that make you feel to know you're helping transform businesses and ultimately lives? Oh, I mean, that's, I think probably our, I would say our mission. So it feels great. You know, we don't want to just have some business that's not really providing real tangible value to the world. It's so, I mean, it means a lot, honestly, it means it's, us. It's Joey's heart to really help people understand that Americans built off small business. And what, but what does that mean? You know, because we, we often have an education system that treats, that teaches them to just be an employee. And so they, they go from employee to business owner and there's just a huge gap in information from being an employee of a nine to five and going to your employer and what it means to run a business and provide value for your local 
you know, you're looking right. It's like we live in a capitalist society, but our school system teaches you how to be a worker bee. So, you know, you really need to learn the capitalistic side and building the business side. It's almost, it's like being reborn. You know, you, you, you learn how to be an employee your entire life and just stepping out of that and trying to figure out how to be the person managing those employees is entirely different. Yeah. I want to ask you a personal question, uh, kind of getting under the hood a little bit. Uh, because you guys are, you know, Joe used to have a job. And, and when I, when I started working with Megan, she was full-time on this. Uh, Neil wasn't in the picture yet. And you, you know, you were out at work and, and sometimes, you know, she set up the meeting, like, can we do the meeting when Joey gets home from work? You know what I mean? And, and so now from what I understand, you're full-time in the business and, and how are you keeping up with, you know, all my listeners that are thankfully reaching out to y'all and the growing pains that you're experiencing now, like, how are you navigating, um, this next season? Yeah, so we uh, so we've we've had a lot of changes this year. I think uh, you know we we have some employees now doing the bookkeeping side of things. So me and Megan are largely involved in educating ourselves. Like I, we, we're coming from two two different perspectives. Megan's really good at the software side of things, and I come from the uh, investment side of things. And so I, I think we, we're reading actually Mike McCallowitz's book. Uh, I think it's called Clockwork. And we, we, we sat down and we were analyzing where we want to be in business. And he has this thing called the queen B role, mm-hmm. essentially what you as the owner want to do in the business. And ours came down to just educating ourselves. So uh, I, and from that, we realized the most important task in our business is monthly meetings. That right. is the queen B role. If we can, you know, for Mike McCallowitz, his most important task is writing books for our business. We found and we felt as if not communicating, not um, even organizing, our most important task was the monthly meetings and make sure we show up consistently and on time and ready and prepared and happy to see our clients and, and therefore being able to educate them within that. So, yeah, so we, uh, I read a ton, uh, a lot of investment type of books. I read a lot of landscaping uh, specific things. I watch a lot of landscaping, lawn care, uh, you know, YouTube. Who do you watch on YouTube? Uh, Mike Andy's is my favorite, probably Lawn Care Millionaire and and Mike Andy's because they come from the same approach as far as uh, he's not just an expert in lawn care. He's also what you would call a capital allocator. So he's a really good, uh, he has an investment mind. You know, they're guys that have scaled million dollar companies at a high level of profitability. And I, I think just from their knowledge of marrying the two investment side of things with the business side of things, the inner working of the business that I find extremely valuable. And I was telling Megan this today as it's, uh, I think the most successful people are not only um, an expert in their field, but they also understand the financial aspect because it's the language of their business. You know, if you watch, let's say Shark Tank, you'll never see Mark Cuban do a deal for, you know, I don't Franchising. know. Yeah, he's not largely a franchise guy. He normally invests in tech or like health foods or something like that. So he stays within his niche and he also understands um, the finance side of things. So you'll watch uh, Barbara Corcoran, she'll largely do real estate and business franchise, you know, food, fast food chains, but she won't go into the tech world really, you know. So it's, it's like that fine line between I know my industry and I know the investment and the finance side of things. So um, yeah, so we, we just really focus on the education aspect. We want to be really, I, I, we both know the numbers, but we're, we're trying to be absolute experts in lawn care and all things, have an answer for it, you know, right on the spot and not have to think about it too, fa- uh, too long. And so we, we actually uh, invest in a lot of training and education. We buy courses 
from leaders in the lawn care industry. And we take those. And I think eventually we'll even get out in the field a little bit and mm-hmm. find some local businesses. We can go just work for free and get a get the hang of like what it's like to, to actually be out in the field and doing some lawn. I, I, I think there's a firefighter, TJ Buchanan. Um, he, he lives down in your neck of the woods. He'd be a great guy to connect with. He's a, full, he's a full-time firefighter and he is, uh, you know, got a side hustle lawn care business. It's actually, I've done some coaching calls with him. His business is actually really, really well. Yeah. I was like, you do this part-time dude, but, um, his name's TJ Buchanan. Um, you know, I don't know if you could connect with him, but he, he's a great, yeah. great fella. Maybe we'll connect with him and give him some free labor. So I'm sure he wouldn't complain about that. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, I want you guys to share. Um, you kind of use me as a guinea pig with your services of, of some analytics and, and some things you wanted to try to kind of completely take our partnership to the next level. And uh, it was hugely uh, powerful in, in getting my brain to really see where I needed to take my business. So why don't you share a little bit about um, what you guys got going on at the Landscaping Bookkeeper and what's new of how you can uh, serve our industry and help people transform their finances. Yeah, so this year we've spent a good six months just diving deep and trying to figure out, you know, I guess create a system to bring young lawn care owners through to where they can come out the other side transformed and that also will help grow their company at the same time. So I read a a stat, I know you, how, how you like stats, but this was, I believe it said, uh, there's 44% of lawn and landscape companies will never reach the 500K mark uh, in the US. So I, I was, we kind of made it our mission to bring that number. You know, we, we want as many people as getting to the point where they want to get to, so as many as want to get over 500,000 as, as possible. So we're kind of trying to create a system more for the, let's say we're a niche within a niche. So the smaller guy, you know, we, we don't really take a lot of, I mean, we will, but we won't normally take a $5 million lawn care company that let's say needs an entire debt restructuring and business turnaround plan or anything like that. So largely we work with, uh, we do have larger companies, but largely we bring on the the companies that we onboard will be your guys that are making, let's say 250,000, 300,000. They have one guy working with them, maybe a crew or two, it just depends, but they really want to enhance their uh, knowledge of the financial world and, and get, in a position in business where they want to be instead of just being out in the field, because that's largely the point where you're stepping out of the field and you're starting to delegate roles and you're starting to actually have a business instead of a job. So we kind of created this program uh, to follow certain metrics and KPIs, so to speak, in order to set them up for their future scalability. So we've noticed a a large portion of our clients or just clients in general in, in, in lawn care will have a very hard time scaling from let's say one crew of 250,000 per year revenue up to 1.5 million or, or whatever the case is largely because of a cash crunch. So uh, lawn care industry is extremely capital intensive. So you'll have um, a lot of them have cash flow problems and a large portion of it is due to let's say their billing cycle or however it works. But a large portion of it is because they grew too fast. So you'll have, let's say if you, you go from 250,000 to 600,000 a year in revenue in one year, you're going to have a huge cash suck right there. So largely what you need to do is save up a lot of cash before you decide to make that level of a growth rate. So if, if you don't have the cash, you can't really scale that fast unless you take on a lot of debt and which is where a lot of guys get in trouble. So we try to make uh, a few metrics and I'll talk briefly about, I don't want to give too much of it away, but uh, we, we, we largely focus on creating a stable foundation 
depending on the individual client's uh, growth mindset. Um, or if you just want to stay there and, and be a one-man show, that's fine too. But we, we largely work with uh, typically what we hear from our clients because we listen to our clients quite a bit and try to get feedback is we, we really want to help with that level of growth that, that most clients want to achieve. So we, we set up, I think our mission uh, would, would largely be setting you up on a solid financial foundation, I guess would be the best way to say it, so that you can achieve your goals and so that you can get to the level in business that you want to be, whether it's sales and marketing, or you just want to step out eventually and just collect a check. Um, or if you just maybe you want to do some office work or something, it's just just getting you to the point in business where you can delegate all the roles and and step out uh, to the area that you want to be in. So I, that's while, largely yeah, while remaining profitable. While remaining profitable. Oh, that's another thing too is we uh, we don't really want to focus on sales so much as level of profitability. For example, you don't really want to be. Uh, a lot of guys will talk about, oh, we grew from you know two hundred fifty thousand to eight hundred thousand in three years. It's like, yeah, but what's your profitability? You know, that's that's what everybody really cares about. It's easy to stay busy in lawn care, yeah, but uh, easy to get, but uh, hit that ten, fifteen, twenty percent profit margin year over year is is a challenge to say the least. And uh, we we really want to we really want to focus on sales, but we want to focus on the right type of sales and remain highly profitable. You know, it's, it's better to have a $1 million company generating 20% profit than a $3 million company generating 3% profit, right? So don't forget to grab your ticket to attend Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky, this October 18th through 21st. Use my name, Paul, and you'll save 50% off. The Equip Exposition is the event of the year for those who work in our line of work. There is no better trade show to test before you invest in new products, innovations, and even ideas for your business. You can talk to the teams behind the most useful machines, products and technology that we use daily and then test drive them for yourself in the nearly 30 acre outdoor demo yard with 25 plus education sessions two nights of free concerts and networking with thousands of pro landscapers this show is the future of your business register at equipexposition.com hey you yeah you you're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. 
GPS Track It. Uh, I think it's easy to get caught up in the sales side of things and the, and the talking uh, that, that, that follows that. But I think profitability is what we should be talking about more so than, than sales growth. And everybody has a different definition of profitability. So I know when you were talking with me, with Sheila, you know, you asked what are some common misconceptions? What are some common mistakes? And I didn't want to get into too much of it because it's going to lead more into this type of conversation. But one of the common mistakes is our clients, especially when they're small, will talk about profitability without ever recognizing any of their labor on the profit and loss as a result of their structure of business. So and typically that's LLC or sole proprietor. And so if that labor, that ex, that extremely important input of their labor time and labor dollar is not recognized on the profit and loss, you will have, you know, oftentimes small businesses quoting a 40% profit margin. And that's not even, that's not at all true because they haven't recognized all their true inputs on the profit and loss. So with our new service, that was one thing our new software was going to allow us to do. It was going to allow us to leave QuickBooks alone and not mess with any of the, the true numbers that need to re be reported to the tax repair. Um, it was going to allow us to leave those numbers alone and yet use those with some extra additional tweaks to the formula in order to recognize um, owners' labor or perhaps maybe not just owners' labor, but what they would need to pay someone to replace themselves and therefore seeing their true profitability or true to the extent of where they want to go. So what that looks like is, you know, in, in our new software, instead of showing you QuickBooks numbers, just as the report is going to state it, we're going to plug in some figure of your labor and that's going to be able to yield a more accurate percentage of what your gross profit margin is or what your net profit margin is. And when you can get those under control, you can then see yourself as a repeatable, scalable business model, which is a little bit of our ideal clients taking somebody from, you know, like Joey said, maybe just one man crew or so, you know, sole owner, sole worker in the business to, man, I can really see the potential of this serving my, you know, work life balance need or my mm -hmm. retirement need and, so once they see that potential, then wanting to get into that hundred or that three hundred thousand uh, dollar stage or the four hundred thousand dollar stage or you know scaling up to the million dollar, whatever the case may be. One one thing that's great about uh, lawn care is that uh, here's another stat for you. I think we talked about, but what do we say? There's seven hundred thousand lawn care or at least green industry companies in the U.S. Mm -hmm. What's cool is you're not necessarily a innovative company in a sense that you have to figure out all these new ways in order to to stay ahead of the competition, right? Like in lawn care, I mean, there is some of that to a certain extent, but you're just being a copycat and there's other guys that have figured it out and they do it really well. And all you have to do is copy them. Wow. You know? it, and you can have, you can throw your own, you know, unique selling proposition in there or whatever, you know, but for the most part, what are the guys that are doing it correctly? Who are the guys that are hitting 15% profitability? just copy them. You know, <laughs> it's a highly repeatable business model that's been tried time and time again, you know, and, uh, and we, we take it on ourselves to, to figure out what those guys are doing and to pass it on to our clients so that they can be a copycat as well. And, and maybe bring a little innovation to the table too, but, uh, largely, largely we're just figuring out what the best are doing and then passing it on to our clients. Yeah. And even in Atlanta here, and excuse my voice, I've been 
uh, podcast, and you know, I don't want to sound soft. This podcast, oh, I got a little sore throat. Come on, man, let's get, <laughs> let's get it together. But um, Gibbs Landscaping and uh, uh, Russell Landscaping, and here in Atlanta, th- there's a chart, uh, Joey, that comes out with the top 100. Um, mm-hmm. Kohler sponsors this article. I think it's the Lawn and Landscape, but it's the top 100 businesses in America. And it shows how many employees they have, what their revenue is, and it has them in order. I'm not sure if you guys are subscribed to that. Um, it's no, but, uh, yeah, if you could send me that information. Yeah, it's great. free. And they put it out once a year. And I, I, I study it and I look at all the companies that are in Georgia. And there's several of them that are around 35 million, 45 million in revenue. And uh, anyway, I just go to their website and you can actually see like Gibbs, uh, landscaping here in Atlanta on their website, it actually has their like programs that they offer to their customers. And so, I mean, you can, you know, just snoop their website and be like, Oh, well, this is how they're offering this basic package. Here's how they offer their premium package. And, uh, you know, obviously it's working for them because year after year, they're in that top 100, um, you know, 35, $45 million range. There's multiple companies like that in Atlanta. Not that I want to grow a company to that size, but you can just, see how they package, you know? Right. Right. Um, it's so, but even if so, you have, go ahead. I, I was just gonna, it's a slight subject change, but I know you've been hitting heavy on marketing lately. That's something that I just really, really get. Uh, I can't say that I love marketing, but I'm passionate about it because it's literally the driving force of your sales and your profitability. So what are your thoughts on the importance of marketing? Uh, now that you've been, I know you've been working with, uh, that one gentleman, I can't remember his name. Uh, Cody Yeoman. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the importance of marketing over the last year? Cause I know you've been really hitting heavy on that. Um, as, as far as, as being a successful company goes, you, you think it's uh, as crucial as, as I've been kind of leading on. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, I mean, I, I think, I think you have to start with the end in mind is, is who's your customer. Cause most businesses think, oh, we just uh, allocate money to market and we'll take care of that. I'll just, right. I'll just, I'll just throw X amount. I, I was talking to a guy the other day and he's like, ah, I just throw X amount on marketing. And I was like, all right, just why, why don't you just go drive down the road and pull your window down and just throw it out. That, that'd be more <laughs> yeah. exhilarating because you can blow money on Facebook ads, oh, yeah. and Instagram ads and on pay-per-clicks and Google. And, and uh, I was talking to a company, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to say this, but I'm not going to say the name of the business, but they just, uh, well, anyway, I'm not even going to trash on. They spent a lot of money on a dumb marketing idea. So, and then all those things I just mentioned can work, but, but you have to figure out who is your customer and then what's the fastest way to get touch points to them and, and acquire them as a customer. And, uh, there's so many different ways to go about it. I mean, with your situation, you guys are bookkeepers. I have a podcast the talking to lawn care professionals. I mean, you got, you guys found the secret sauce, you know, pr- promoting <laughs> your businesses on um, my podcast. Do you, you work a little bit with Jeremiah Jennings or whatever? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think if, if I was a bookkeeper that I would do what you're doing um, with podcasting, if you own a traditional lawn care service business, I would pick out the neighborhoods that you want to work in. And I would, you know, I'd, I would hit them up on Facebook um, mm-hmm. Cody Owen can help you guys do this. His, his thing's called Lightspeed Social Agency. Yeah, yeah. Lightspeed yeah. Social Agency, Cody Owen. And he can target. So when 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 that lady's on Facebook at night, you're going to pop up and, and she lives in the neighborhood you work in. Then the next day you're going to be working around the corner and you drive your truck by and she's like, oh, I, I just saw those guys. And <laughs> boom, right. next thing you know, you know, Dr. Frank says you need like seven to nine touch points before someone's yeah. warm enough to buy from you. And so- 
Facebook's a great way to get there. I mean, even old school in, in the lawn care service business, this is out, it's not outdated, but it's, it's tried and true. You know, door hangers, mailers, the lawn care millionaire, uh, you know, he's preaching that years ago, just door, door hangers. Like it works because people got to go take it off their door and they see the name of your business. So yeah, and I know a lot of companies do uh, every door direct mailing too. That's a yeah, really that, that, yeah, that'll work. And you don't have to worry about the, the dog chasing you when you put the hanger on there these days and the, the ring doorbell people are like, yeah, but if, um, you think, if you think about it, you know, maybe you've got an employee who wants to make a little extra or just, you know, some situation you're in where it's almost more profitable to, pay someone a certain amount per hour, as long as you know your numbers and you know this is going to work out for you and your advantage, you can pay someone to get on that phone. If they, you know, give you a certain amount of leads that's going to lead to this amount of money within the given year, then that that money, you know, spent on paying someone to just get on the phone for you within your company is well worth the time. Give them a script, you know, and and have them call up those people that you have found within the every door direct mailing or within the neighborhoods you want to target. Yeah. And let me add one more thing for guys listening that are like, if you're just starting out with your marketing plan and we can get back to numbers, but you, you touch my button, Joey, with marketing. I love talking marketing. The uh, social proof of, of Google reviews. I would start there. How fast can you beef up your Google reviews? There's a gentleman named Ezra McCarthy. Um, he moved from one state out in the Pacific Northwest down to Texas and in his first year, he got 45, well, he was 45 Google reviews, five-star, legitimate, real customers leaving him reviews. And so um, I think that's one of the most important things you could do for marketing is, is beefing up uh, your quality Google reviews. Real, um, Don't get your Aunt Lucy to leave you a fake review, like a real customer, a real review, and even train that in. Um, you know, like if you're doing a saw job and you're talking to Mrs. Smith, start planning in her mind at the beginning of the job um, the Google review and, yeah. and, and be like, uh, you know, just even ask her on the front end, be like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to build up my Google reviews. We're going to crush this job for you. You're going to be so happy the way this side's going to turn out. Um, when we're all done, would you mind leaving us a Google review and, and like actually prep them? Because what, what you're going to do, there's a guy named Patrick bet David. Um, I don't know if you know who he is. I think he's down in Florida. I think I've heard him. Yeah. Yep. I was, he has the value tainment, um, podcast on YouTube, but, um, he was being interviewed and somebody asked him about uh, marketing. And he says, if I'm going to buy a book on Amazon or whatever, uh, he's like, he used an example of buying a book for his daughter. He's like, or about how to raise his daughter. He's like, if I'm going to go and look for a, a book on how to, how to raise a teenage daughter, he said, I'm not going to buy any book unless it has 500 reviews because he's like, to me, that tells me that it's credible. And if yeah. it doesn't, he's like, I'm not going to waste my time. And so right. anyway, that's kind of extreme. A 500 is a lot, but um, I do that too. When I go on Amazon, yeah. I immediately look oh, how many yeah. reviews does it have? And if it has like, I bought, I bought bounce dryer sheets. They had 91,000 reviews, 91,000. And wow. it was like, you know, almost all five stars. So I was like, okay, I can trust that these bounce dryer sheets are legit. So yep. in lawn care, if somebody gets on Google reviews and you have two reviews um, versus they look at somebody else's who has 23 or, or maybe even 67, um, the, the, the psychology of how we're being trained by Amazon and Google is that that's what our customers are going to look at. So the best yep. thing you can do is get the best quality pictures after you stripe a yard, take a really nice picture and put that on your Google review page. It's free. Get those Google reviews 
you know, as solid as possible. So when anyone ever looks you up, they're going to look you up on Google. When they see that, they're going to make a decision already. And if, if you can have a, a good foot forward, you're going to get, you're going to get the call and then you can convert that to a customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bouncing off that, the nice thing about the new service that, that this new software allows us to do is take non-financial data like customer acquisition, like what I was mentioning earlier about getting your, your salary, your owner's work onto the profit loss. It helps get some of that non-financial data onto, onto a, you know, analysis. And so therefore we can use that within some of those benchmarks or goals that you want. And while we don't currently do customer acquisition, we, you know, we foresaw we would be able to use the software to do something like that. As long as you're very specific about measuring what you want measured. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can't stress it enough. I don't, I, I think it's probably the number one thing that I see looking through books is not enough guys spending money on marketing and but you have to have both. You have to know your ideal client. Then you have to craft a message for them. And then you have to allocate the money to that properly. So it's, it's three things you have to do, you know, and, and that'll give you the right type of sales instead of just getting mm. sales and staying busy. You know, you, you want to make highly profitable sales every time. The way you do that is through marketing and through the right type of message crafted to the right audience. You know, and that's where you can be most efficient with your dollars. So Yeah. And a lot of my customers in those first few years would ask me very, very specific questions to the landscaping industry. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a business. I'm not a landscaping business owner. I really don't know. And yet, you know, as we've been working on this service, I've realized if you, if you seek to be more profitable in, in your business, that will help with cash flow for sure. If you seek to have better marketing in your business, that will help with cash flow, which is a big concern in the landscaping industry. A lot of those cash flow problems. Um, and so, you know, as we zoomed out, I realized so much of this can be answered and so much of these, these reaching some of these goals will trickle down into all these questions that people have by way of sorting out what you're doing in business, who you're trying to target, and therefore, as a result, being way more profitable. Well, guys, I'm so thankful to Joey and Megan and what a blessing they've been in my business to help me understand how I can be more profitable, more efficient and understand with clarity the story my numbers are saying and how to better uh, position my company so it can be um, as profitable as possible. And like uh, Megan was mentioning, it, that it can serve me, that, that I, it, I'm not a slave to being a rat in a wheel, but I'm in control and, and have that peace of mind. And the business is a blessing to my customers that they're getting a service um, that they're grateful for and a blessing to me uh, financially and giving me the time and space to um, pursue the, the life and dreams that I have. And so anyway, I don't want to get all gushy gushy, but I'm appreciative to Joey and Megan and how uh, patient and um, hearts of teachers that they have to, to, to help me explain what can be very complex, all, all these numbers. And, you know, I've probably done, if you calculate, um, you know, we've been working together for well over two years, so at least 24 monthly profit meetings with them. It's, been, it's actually much more than that, but um, you get several of those under your belt and you start, you start to get it. And then the next month you get it a little bit more and then you really find your stride. And uh, when you're winning in business, it's so satisfying, so, so rewarding. So here's the deal. We're going to bring them back on a future episode. So please follow the Green Industry Podcast. Turn on the bell for notifications. So when that episode drops, 
um, you can tune on in and, and learn. And in the meantime, if you want to actually hop on a 15-minute call with Megan to talk about if their services can be a blessing to you and your business, then just click on the link in today's show notes uh, for the Landscaping Bookkeeper. And uh, that should take you to their website and calendar where you can um, get scheduled. It's completely free. It's 15 minutes just to chit-chat about your business and see if they'd be a good fit to service you. So highly, 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 highly recommend them. Uh, Take your business to the next level by knowing your numbers. Click on the link for the Landscaping Bookkeeper in today's show notes. Thanks for listening, friends. And uh, we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Street Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.